thank you for taking the time to pull over and uh, let us record this conversation. Totally. Okay, so um, uh, so I see you guys. Uh, you guys are on the road. You guys are going to be headed uh, right now. You're in Texas, but you're going to be headed to play uh, Shaky Knees in a little bit. Yeah. Are you guys excited for that? Um, you know, playing uh, various festivals or playing that one in particular. Yeah, no, it's going to be really fun. I mean, it's hard. We're on tour, so it's gonna, we're going to just be in and out and probably only there long enough to really play our spot. But I'm still really excited to be there and be a part of it. Mm-hmm. So you guys you guys have been on road for for a little bit now? Yeah. I think it's it's been um, about a week now, but we have a month ahead of us. So we're just kind of like in for the ride. Yeah, yeah. And it sounds fast, so not a lot of time to to hang out in various spots and uh, check it out a little bit? No, there never is. When we have days off, it's only because we have to drive like 20 hours. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, and so how's the mix? I see that you guys are also playing smaller venues, so you, you have to adapt to a, a large setting such as a, a festival or like a smaller, more intimate show. Um, well, I think we're playing pretty standard venues for our size. I think it's pretty normal, um, so I don't feel like we change anything. Actually, I'm just sort of, I I actually don't adapt anything to any size of venue. We just do it the way we do it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Do you adapt um, from what you did in recording to what you do live? That's hard. We When we write and record, it's just the two of us, and... It's a really different process, and there aren't the same limitations. So live, um, we have to transform a lot of songs, and sometimes they never even work. I think there's a few songs that are on record that we, I feel like, just don't work live, that we don't do at all. Um, but it's it's kind of, it's like, it's a, it's a unique experience learning how to adapt them from one setting to the next. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's that is very interesting. I've, I've wondered. So I see that also. You guys have uh, the, a new single come or a new song coming out for your uh, deluxe edition of the album, uh, Easter Island, um, and yeah. just that song. If I like, if I were to think of it as anything, it's very uh, layered in a sort of way. You uh, with uh, there's harpsichord and it's a more drive. Uh, mm-hmm. Where did you guys think of? You know, are you trying uh, like defining uh, a newer sound, or was it more of a what you were throwing into the pot, or what what what, what was going on there? Well, actually, that was just kind of a, a song that was special that we had written a long time ago. Actually, it's one of the first songs we wrote when we started working on a new record. So that song's been with us for a long time. We really liked it, but we felt like it didn't really fit the record when we first released it. Um, but we started playing it live, and we felt um, kind of close to it. I, it's honestly, it reminds me of a song that we would have written for Kate Dory. Mm-hmm. Kind of the only sailing themed thing that I've tackled in a really long time. Mm-hmm. I think it was just kind of um, like a pleasure to write a song like the original music that we used to write. So I just let ourselves have it, kind of almost like a guilty pleasure or something. Mm-hmm. Um, and all this time later, it's still feeling kind of special to us. We decided to include it in the re-release. Mm-hmm. Are you apprehensive about, you know, going back to a more Cape Dory sound every once in a while? Are you trying to uh, 
Yes, I am. Uh-huh. Yeah, I think we've worked really, really hard to distance ourselves from that. Mm-hmm. And so I've tried to avoid it, um, mostly because I want to develop my voice and my style. And the only way I can do that is by pushing myself to do new things. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was kind of, it was such a like intense association with our music that um, we've been really reluctant to do anything to like remind people of that, <laughs> of that history and that, that sound that we had. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, has like other things such as switching uh, labels or producers or just playing together longer, has that helped that? Um, I think it's just been like, I think it's just been a matter of time and having new experiences. Mm-hmm. Um, after we wrote Cape Dory and we toured it for a while and we had to play those songs night after night after night, we were simultaneously becoming better musicians through our live experience, but also getting really tired <laughs> of hearing the same thing over and over again, especially in the, during a period in our career where we only had one album's worth of songs to play. Mm-hmm. Um, so I feel like, you know, each year that we do this, it's just a natural evolution. It's not really anything contrived except for a personal goal um, to grow and progress and be our best self than like something maybe that a producer contributed. Although Patrick Carney probably had a, a pivotal moment when we went into the studio with him for our second record and he made the rule that only one song could have a surf beat on it <laughs> and all the other songs we had to explore new rhythm and bass configuration mm-hmm. um so that was that might have been like a really significant um departure for us that that was probably a big moment <laughs> okay yeah and um so do you get so you sound like a lot of your stuff is, does come from personal experience uh do you get that intimate time uh of writing when you're on the road, do you, do you get to do that when it's still more raw? Or does it take a little bit more time to you know kind of sit and work with and have that time where it's just, I guess, quieter or slower? <clears throat> While we're on the road, we don't get to write. But we spend a lot of time thinking about what we would like to do when we get back. It kind of gives us time to conceptualize the sort of music we would like to be writing. Mm-hmm. And I think the time away from writing is really good for us. And then when we're home writing, we miss playing live. And it's a nice um, cycle of kind of compelling us forward into each step of what it takes to be a musician. You know, the writing and the performance aspect of it. Um, When you're fully immersed in one, it makes you miss the other. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So it kind of creates this natural forward momentum that I've really enjoyed. Do you do you write with the concept of performing or at least eventually performing the whatever idea you're developing? Does that is that in mind? Um, you know, sometimes I have really conscious goals, like I want to say something or achieve something, but often it's just natural. I just let myself work. I more just set a parameter, like I'm going to write from this time of day to this time of day mm-hmm. and I'm not going to judge myself and I'm not going to like analyze it too closely and I'm just going to let what comes out comes out and at the end of the day I'll take a look at it and see how it makes me feel okay excellent and then lastly I want to mention uh, how well I found it to be hilarious the uh, the Mean Streets video 
you, <laughs> was that an idea of one of your guys's or uh, any uh, role that you guys had in it? That was a collaborative effort with um, Keith Meisel, the director, who's a really good friend of ours, mm-hmm. and then myself and Patrick. Yeah, I, we, I, we started off. There was this painting of these three cowboys having like what looked like kind of an illicit meeting in a parking lot in a mm-hmm. dimly lit parking lot, and it's this really beautiful painting that Keith had loved. He showed it to us, and he was like, I've always been really compelled by this image, and I have always wanted to make a video that tells this story. Mm-hmm. And I loved it right away. It reminded me of, like, a very, like, Lynchian cowboy, like, from Mulholland Drive or something, mm-hmm. or Wild at Heart. Mm-hmm. So we started talking about, like, what might be happening, what would bring them there, and Patrick was the one with the, the bright idea of maybe they're just having a, a dance a dance-off. <laughs> yeah, um, uh, yeah. So it, it was it was as simple as that. Yeah, and they're, they're definitely bad-looking gentlemen, and then hearing that, and how appropriate that they're learning to keep the beat in that sense. Um. <laughs> yeah, I, I love it. So do you guys have any intention, or in the new future, maybe it's out of your control, of coming to Santa Cruz? I knew you just left California. We just left California, so mm-hmm. it's probably a ways away for us. Um, but, uh, I mean, we'll do our best. I would love to go. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, thank you very much. Uh, we hope to uh, hear more from you guys in the future. Thank you very much. No problem. Thank you. All right. Have, Bye. A, have a good one. Bye.